The Quick Serve Podcast presented by Toyson Ford is back. Scott Montesano with you. Craig Toyson across the way with us for another week. Craig, how's it going? I'm doing great, Scott. How have you been? Not too bad. A fun topic here when it comes to car and truck buying. Everybody sees the ads on TV. And usually the ads on TV for, for buying a vehicle say, you know, hey, you, know, you can lease this vehicle for, you know, five bucks a month. That's not realistic, but you get the idea. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about the difference between leasing versus buying a vehicle. And, and I learned it uh, back in the 90s. My, my father leased uh, some vehicles for the family uh, as I was growing up there. It's something that comes up a lot. Do people lease it? Do they buy it? A lot of people probably don't even understand what that actually means. And people that think they understand what it means probably are surprised at some things as well. So this is a this is an interesting topic and one that is always timely, I would think. Yeah, and, and you say it's it's the, a fun discussion. I you know I don't know. It's I think the fun is picking out the vehicle. Uh, <laughs> this is when we're getting all the nuts and the bolts. This is when everybody starts to get a little anxious. And and I can understand because other than buying a house, this is the biggest decision you're going to make financially in your life is what what we should do with our vehicle buying or leasing. Well, growing up, one of the phrases I always heard you know outside of my own father who's in the business was well you you, you lease an appreciating asset and you buy an appreciating asset. So so we don't usually lease houses. We we buy houses, but and that's why. A lot of people would argue back in the day, you should lease a car rather than buy a car because it's a depreciation asset, depreciating asset. And uh, I, you're not going to get me to argue that cars go down in value. Uh, there's advantages to leasing. There's disadvantages to leasing. There's advantages to owning. There's disadvantages to owning. So we can go over a lot of them. So first of all, what a lease is, for those who don't know, is it's basically you are paying to use a car for a certain amount of time. And you get to pick the miles, you pick the time. So usually it's a two-year lease or a three-year lease. Standard lease around here is 15,000 miles a year. They can go as low as, I think, 7,500 miles. We can go as high as 21.5 a year, which is a lot of miles. But, I mean, on top of that, you can do even more. But uh, you get to pick and choose how you want your lease to look. And there's some advantages to that and disadvantages. And one of the advantages is you plan ahead, and you're going to pay a set portion for that vehicle. There's no surprises. You're going to own the vehicle during its most trouble-free years, which is when it's under warranty. Uh, you're going to have a predictable monthly payment with really no surprise repair costs. And you get to drive a newer, better-equipped vehicle than you otherwise might be able to afford because of the way leasing works. The disadvantages, especially in Wisconsin, is uh, we find uh, our patterns can change. A lot of people are changing jobs these days. Things went on. Obviously, if you leased a car a year and a half ago, it's probably got less miles on it than you otherwise would have had because of what's going on the last 10 months in our country that we just haven't put many miles on. It does lock you in. But there's some good to leasing, there's some bad to leasing, and we'll talk about that a little bit more here. All right, so you got uh, that. And, and, and Let's talk buying. Let's, let's, let's talk buying. So people, I know I've, I've purchased the, the, the two vehicles I've had in my adult life and actually never really even considered uh, leasing. So what are some of those advantages to buying? Yeah, well, and it, we can look at your situation, for mm-hmm. example. You like to drive a car a little bit longer. Again, it's a depreciation asset, so let's use the car up, use all the life of that vehicle up, and, and make it be worthwhile. That's a case where leasing doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, so with owning a car, it's your vehicle, right? You, you get to own it as long as you want it. Prices are pretty set in terms of what it's going to cost. Loan payments are going to be a little bit higher usually, though. So mm-hmm. there's the advantage of leasing is that you tend to get in a lower payment, 
but uh, those of you who want to hang on to your vehicles, you, you've got that option then. If you're a person who likes to go to the cabin a lot, doesn't like to go to the cabin a lot, whatever you want to do, you've got that. You, you own the vehicle. You can decide how you want to do it at any time. Who would make, and you've touched on a little bit here uh, with some of your answers, who makes a good leasing candidate, if you will? Mm -hmm. I, I use my wife as an example for a lot of this stuff. My, my wife would be a perfect leasing person because she's work, home, work, home, work, home, you know, church on the weekends, going shopping a little bit. Otherwise, we, we, we've got it down to a set science. If we look at vehicle history, you can see every time she has her 3,000 miles, it's a set number of months every single time. People like that who always like to drive a newer vehicle, like to not have to worry about uh, doing tires, not have to worry about doing brakes, not worrying about cars breaking down. And if it does break down, it's not your problem to deal with. You just get to have it fixed. Those are people who really do well with leasing. People who just like to drive a newer car, not worry about the other stuff that goes along with it. Would you say, uh, what is, where does it lean in this area? Not that that should impact somebody's decision, but is yeah. it kind of a 50-50 split, or is this mostly a leasing area? This is actually more of a purchasing area, and that's mm -hmm. something we're trying to look at just because as the price of vehicles go up and up and up, as they add more and more safety equipment and more and more technology, uh, purchase price gets a little bit tougher to deal with. It's, it's a little bit harder to... You know, when it, when a tr I remember when I s we sold my first truck over thirty thousand dollars. I thought, oh my gosh, we're never going to sell a truck again. And then trucks cost forty thousand dollars. Then they cost fifty thousand dollars. And now some of these loaded trucks are eighty thousand dollars. That's Whew. that's a pretty hefty payment for a le uh, for an ownership uh, for a purchase. Uh, at least it opens up that market to people who otherwise wouldn't be able to get it because what you're essentially paying for is just the opportunity to drive it for those first couple years of the depreciation. We've talked a lot about leasing, and there's a lot of benefits uh, to uh, to the leasing. Somebody's kind of on the on the fence. All right, they they don't know. They they've they've picked out their vehicle. Money, you know, it, it's it's not too much. It's always an object. Yes, it's not too much of an object there. As we've said before, you guys play part uh, psychologist uh, at <laughs> time. How does that conversation go yeah. with somebody because they've gotten to the point where they've picked out the vehicle, and now they're deciding how they're going to uh, make sure you guys get yours, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it can come up at a couple different times in the process, and, and a lot of people want to find that vehicle first and foremost, which I think is a good idea because we might as well find the vehicle that fits before we decide about how can we afford this or what's the best way to pay for it. So we usually will find that vehicle first, and then once we've got to that part, then we can sit down and say, all right, let's figure out an educated way to make this the best decision for you. So... Talk about what your driving style is. Talk about what your needs are in a vehicle and what your needs are in terms of payment, and we can kind of figure out there. And if uh, around here it's a, it's a pretty conservative area fiscally, so we, we can tend to assume that most people are going to be more comfortable with the buying process rather than the leasing process. But if there's times where a lease makes more sense, then we're going to broach that subject and let's talk about what that looks like, what that entails, what expectations are. Because a lot of times, a majority of the time, you're going to leave with a cheaper payment. The upside is like all the things we discussed. The downside is two years will be back in the market, three years will be back in the market, where you might otherwise have been five years, six years out. Uh, that's good for some people, bad for others. It's just it's a personal personal preference, essentially. What are some maybe misconceptions people have with leasing? I. Yeah, I think people feel that you can't ever do anything with a car, that it's just you, you drive it off the lot and that's your car. And we see people do all sorts of stuff with leasing, that it's a lot of openness, accessories like bed liners and floor mats and different wheels. You can do all that kind of stuff you want to do with it. It's not going to be a problem. Uh, 
it's true that they tend to want them back in factory condition at the end, but then you've got these accessories you can sell. If you go on Craigslist or any other Facebook marketplace, you can see people selling accessories for vehicles, and they, they come out just fine. They're always gone at the end of the day. So, Again, talking leasing versus uh, buying and, and, and all of that. And, and, and as we, we wind this one down there, is there sort of, you mentioned before this is more of a buying area. Is there kind of a, an age, if you will? Do, do younger people prefer buying or leasing? Do you see older people lean one way? Or is that kind of even across the board? Uh, it it's mostly tends to be younger people who are doing it. And again, it's just as uh, vehicle prices tend to go up and up. This is the more affordable way to get in the vehicle. Found a lot of people in their 30s, 40s like to drive a newer vehicle every couple of years. And this is a way to make it happen uh, where you can do it and, and move on to your next Do you vehicle. see that as a trend that's, that's, that's going to be, even in this area, going more and more, the more of the leasing trend, if you will? Yeah, because I think, you know, as we've seen Uber and Lyft grow, uh, that that's not going to go away, and it shouldn't go away because it makes a lot of sense in metro areas. I don't think we're going to see Uber and Lyft coming in this area anytime soon. But the idea of not locking yourself into a car for years and years and years when things could change at a moment's notice, that's just going to get more attractive. And we might see at some point in our lifetime where renting cars is literally what everybody does, that mm -hmm. you just call rental service and boom, a car's there for you ready to use. We might see that someday. Mm -hmm. And I think leasing is the step in that direction Uh that, that we, we continue to see things going. And maybe you already see this there. Can you see kind of the, uh, you know, if, if a family is a two-vehicle household, they own one vehicle and they're always leasing out another one. Yeah, and because, again, their situation might vary for, from husband to wife or, you know, spouse to spouse, that uh, some people do it that way, that the truck is the truck and they're going to hang out of the truck for 10, 12 years, great. Or they're going to keep their gas mileage together for 10, 12 years, great. Uh, we'll, we'll always work with you to find the best situation for you, and there's, we'll, we'll go over all the questions that you might have so you can understand exactly what the process is, how it works, how we contact you at the end, how Ford contacts you at the end, so there's no surprises ahead of time. And again, uh, Craig, I think the key thing is there is uh, when people uh, contact you, try to find the vehicle first and then try to go from there because find the, find the vehicle you're going to be the happiest with because when you leave the lot here, if you're not happy with the vehicle, no amount of anything. None, none of it, yeah, none of it matters <laughs> from that point on. That's for, that's for sure. All right, Craig, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you.